Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining me again on Shock Your Potential. And as always, I am your host, Michael Sherlock. And all this month, we are having so much fun with our monthly series theme called The Magic of Marketing. Like I say, wouldn't it be great if we all had some magical pixie desk that we could just throw on things and all our marketing would just happen and all of our customers and clients would just fall at our door. Yeah, we know that's not reality, but we do know that in order to market, we also need to market ourselves. And my guest today is going to have a wealth of information for us. And let me tell you a little bit about his background because you're going to love it. Henry Kaminsky Jr. is a founder of Unique Designs with a Z, which I love, a full service design, branding, and digital marketing agency that's dedicated to helping personality brands like coaches, consultants, influencers, speakers like me, authors like me to not only design and grow their brands, but to scale their profits and increase their exposure online. And isn't that where we're all trying to sit today if we follow it, fall into that? He's also the host of a popular Brand Doctors podcast, and I may be on there in the future, very excited about that, where he talks about strategies that help entrepreneurs design reputable and profitable personal brands. And you guys all know that I talk about personal branding a lot. So I am going to pick his brain clean today. He's a self-taught graphic designer and brand consultant, and he's overcome all kinds of odds like all of us have faced to build a wildly successful multi-million dollar business over the past 12 years, which means that, you know, like we know, nobody's an overnight success. It takes a lot of time and a lot of hard work. And he's worked with a diverse range of business owners and professionals, including some celebrities you might know, like Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi, Fabio Viviani, and internet marketing expert, okay, prepare for this one, Russell Brunson, who named Henry the million dollar brander, which I think I would just have like, you know, on my clothes all the time and just say, that's, that's my new title. And he's recently been inducted into the Click Funnels to Comma Club by generating over 1 million with one single sales funnel using the ClickFunnels software. So if that wasn't enough to get you excited about my guest, we're going to talk to him live now. So Henry, thank you so much for joining me today. Michael, thanks for having me. What a pleasure to be here. Oh my gosh, I just want to I just want to talk about so many things. I'm so excited. But before that, I'll let you get a chance to talk. So in your own words, tell us a little bit about you, your company and how you help your clients, obviously some very very famous ones to shock their potential. I love it. So real quick, it started 14 years ago. Um well, let me take you back a couple let me take you back a couple steps, right? So my parents it took them 16 years to have me, Ooh. you know, so they were trying desperately to have a fa- start a family and, and they couldn't, you know, and they didn't know why medicine wasn't the way it was back then. And so I don't know anybody who would try for 16 years and still 
get after it, still try, right? So that taught me right. something as a young kid when I would hear my mother, God rest her soul, tell this story. She would say, Henry's my miracle baby. Henry's my miracle baby. It took me 16 years to have me. And I'm like, wow, women are pregnant for 16 years? <laughs> okay, that's then, good. I wasn't and then prepared I realized, for that. Okay, all right, now I get it. So there were some complications there. Um, fast forward, I was two years old. I had, a, I had a near death experience. They actually, I've talked to mediums about this. I've talked to doctors about this. And um, I actually was not pronounced dead, but depending on who you talk to, uh, I almost lost my life when I was two uh, due to many complications. And um, they were able to bring me back. And wow. so with that said, I really feel like I am here on borrowed time. I am here to make the best out of my God-given talents and help as many people as I possibly can before I leave this earth physically and mm -hmm. to be a, a, a role model to my family and my three-year-old son and to just impact and empower as many people as I possibly can um, with my ability to see the eye of design and see people's superpowers and see um, where the gaps are and to be able to help these personality brands really articulate the value that they mm -hmm. deliver. Because yes. the biggest problem I see is there's rock stars out there that have a tremendous product or service, but they don't know how to get it in front of the right people. They don't know how to talk about it in front of the right people. Right. And worst of all, Michael, they don't know who the right people are. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I help a lot of my brain accelerator clients get the clarity and focus so they could amplify their message and then systemize their branding. So they're not trying to hire 16 different people to do 16 different things. We have a very done for you service. It's a 90 day process. And I've been able to really refine this down to a very sharp sword and it, it gets my clients the results that they're looking for. So you know, after 14 years being in business, you figure it out eventually, but I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to outdo myself. Right. So I'm always trying to figure it out. Um, you know, we, we, we took the brand accelerator program the end of last year and we said, okay, let's break it apart and let's see if we can make it even stronger and, and give it more meat on the bone. And, um, I, hired a, a great, great uh, branding mentor of mine. He worked for several agencies in New York City. And um, it took some time, but him and I sat down and we really refined this thing out. And it's, I just, it, it's just so awesome. So it's my, it's my baby. It's my baby. Yeah. Well, but, uh, you know, if you've been working making, on it for 14 years, you get a couple more to keep up with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the little backstory uh, of, of personally about me. That's, it's wonderful. And I, you know, um, as you were talking, I was taking some notes. I think the interesting thing, and this is just me being selfish for a moment. When I first started this business, I really only intended to keep writing some business books and maybe speak on, you know, get hired to speak here and there. And I remember when I sat down with um, my person who was designing my website and he's like, so, you know, what do you bring to the table? What makes you different than every other speaker? And my first response was, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, me, <laughs> like that, that's not an answer. It's <laughs> not where, but we, we worked through it and we got closer, but over the last couple of years, I have, I think I spend more time asking me myself this question. And I 
and I actually felt like I had it down last year, right before COVID hit, because all of a sudden my speaking gigs went up. I had a beautiful calendar of events all over the world and then COVID hit. And as we pivoted and knew that, you know, we're not going to put that port portion all the way behind, we actually pivoted and we started an app. So start going instead of B2B, you know, really focusing B2C. And it has been a struggle this last year to, you know, to really articulate that in a way that um, makes great sense. And so I know that if I still struggle with it, you must see people, like you said, you could have a, the greatest rock star in front of you or, or literally the greatest rock star in front of you and have them say, uh, uh, you know, that, that awkward pause, like what makes you better than everybody else? And you're like, uh, how do you help people overcome that? Well, Michael, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here for a second and say that your point of differentiation is indeed you. Oh, oh, it is exactly you because that is the answer that, that I give people that, that ask me that question. Ah. I said, there's, there's 7 billion people in the world. There's only one Henry and nobody's going to do it like me. That's true. Right. And, and there's thousands of other branders out there that do exactly what I do. What separates us all from each other? Well, us. Yeah. Right. Huh. And, and so I would, I, would, I would take that belief and maybe challenge it a little bit because I, I, I would ask you, you know, what makes you different from any other speaker out there? Well, your story, your mm -hmm. background, and you know, the way you see the world. Yeah. And Let's not take that lightly. I think it's it's important to triple and quadruple down on that. And um, when somebody told me that a long time ago, me, I said, well, you know what? I'm wrong with that baby. And <laughs> you know that that is the that is the because like you get it all the time. You know, I'm 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 not a I'm not a cheap service. You know, our our baseline product is a twenty five thousand dollar investment. You know, right. anything less than that, it's a four hundred dollar quick assessment. Right. Mm -hmm. So. But other than that, that's it. So people really want to qualify me, right? And I'm over here going, well, I want to qualify you because right. I'm going to spend the next 90 days with you, Yeah. right? So my question to them is, well, what made you reach out to me and not the other guy or gal? Right. And I just, you know, it's, 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 it's negotiation. It's, you know, it's part of the sales process because I'm trying to identify if this is going to be a good fit for me or not. Right. So um, asking those pointed questions and not being afraid to ask them and getting a better understanding and insight of what their pains are, what their challenges are, how they're trying to qualify and pick the right people. We're all scared. Come on. You know, when we're investing in something of that caliber, we want to make sure that we hire who we trust and trust who we hire, right? Yep. So I get it. I understand the question. I don't take it personal. I just, I want to know more. You know, yeah. why are we talking today? Why'd you, why'd you reach out? Why'd you book the assessment? And then, then the answer really comes out. Yeah. You know, it's interesting as you're saying that I was remembering, I was thinking back to um, long ago, I, you know, I've, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur, but every once in a while I get you know, not anymore, but I would get pulled back into corporate, you know, but in my kind of my last iteration of uh, entrepreneurship, I was running, I, I ran basically a medical consulting firm. So I would come in, you know, doctors would hire me to come in and basically overhaul their practice and work their profit centers. And I made doctors a lot of money. And I remember one of the last groups that I met with, because somebody had referred me to them, 
And, you know, I was all referral at that point in time. And I had these six doctors in the room and I'm having my first meeting with them and I'm, and their practice manager and I'm asking them questions. And, and they said something to, to the effect, well, well, you know, that'll be interesting if we decide to work with you and call me cocky. But I said, wait a minute, I, I just want to clarify something here. And they're like, what? I said, we're not having this meeting for you to decide if you want to work with me. And they're like, what? I said, I'm here to determine whether or not I want to take you on as a client. And, you know, these physicians, you know, that are used to, they're all surgeons and they're used to, you know, calling the shots and have everybody bow down and they're like, what? And I, you know, I didn't even think about what I was saying, but I knew that that was my belief because if they didn't want to do what I was going to do, or they weren't going to do, you know, what needed to be done, I didn't want them to sully my reputation. <laughs> and, uh, and when I said that, they, they started to look at me differently. And they had a different approach. So then all of a sudden they're like, well, what does it take to work with you? <laughs> you recalibrated the conversation. Exactly. Yeah, I, love, I love you for that. <laughs> that is amazing. That's great. It was a great place to be because to your point, it, at that point in time, I knew exactly what my value was. I knew what my differentiator was. I knew what I delivered. And I think that there's a lot of people, you know, in especially solopreneurs, small business owners who, who do, but maybe they do know what they believe, but they don't know what they, you know, what they deliver. So there's a difference between, yeah, I know. And yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this is a great sort of segue into what branding actually is. Yeah. I'd love to talk about that. We're creating our brands, whether we like it or not, the way we look, the way we speak, the way, the way we react, everything, right? And mm -hmm. what I am seeing, you know, over the 14 years of doing this stuff, I got to update that bio. It said 12. It's actually 14. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed I got to tell Nathan. You got to work on your brand there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. One of the big things that I'm seeing is how people are perceiving what branding even means. Mm -hmm. And I was in a clubhouse room the other day. We can talk about that later, but I was in a clubhouse room the other day and somebody brought up the question, what's more important, branding or sales? What should I be focusing in on, branding or sales? And all the internet marketers jumped up and was like, sales, sales, you don't have a business without sales. And I'm in the audience, but one of my colleagues who's big in branding as well is up on the panel and he says, well, it's brand. And he was explaining and they just kind of just clobbered him. And I jumped up into the conversation. I said, well, how do you sell without a brand? Mm -hmm. And I heard some of the moderators going, well, when I think of brand, I think of big business like Apple and Microsoft. And, this. and I was like, mm, now I understand why you answered the question that way. Yeah. To clarify what branding is, is the gut feeling people get. Emphasize on the word feeling mm -hmm. when they interact with you, your product or service or business. Yeah. And so my question to you is, not you, Michael, but my question <laughs> to the audience is, how do you want to make your audience, your clients, and your online presence feel? Okay. So if you're just out there to make a quick buck, God bless you. Good for you. You're not going to be a client of mine. Right? <laughs> um, but if you're looking to build feeling, you're looking to build relationship, you're looking to build something that is going to, you know, mature into something over time. 
it's something super beautiful that could be passed down mm -hmm. to generations, then, then let's have a conversation because those are the types of people that I resonate with because it's my mission. It's my vision. It's, it's my, whether or not my son even is interested in what I do. It doesn't matter. I'm here for a reason. I figured out that reason, thank God. And now it's just full steam ahead. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I just wanted to articulate the, 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 the definition of brand as well as I could to help people understand what branding is, because a lot of people still think it's just like the look of your stuff. Yeah. And, and I am, um, I don't, I, I describe it a little bit differently, but what you've just described is how I dis distinct between customer service and customer experience. You know, customer service is how you're treated, but customer experience is how you feel. And you can have, you can have fine service, but not have a great experience, or you can have not great, ex not great service, but have a great experience because maybe it wasn't, you know, exactly what you wanted, but you, you know, you were engaged in it. But I also talk about brand is um, the words that people use about you when you're not in the room. Yeah, it's a great quote. And, you know, so I would say, what do people say about you when you're not in the room? Oh, you know, they think I'm dependable. I'm this, this, and I'm like, okay, now I want you to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, is that really what they're saying about you? And if you don't know for sure, then you don't know your brand or you're not controlling your brand. And, uh, but I love that because it is, it's a feeling, it's that feeling of either trust. You know, when people say it's all about no like, and trust. Well, I agree, but if you don't feel it, I can still trust somebody, but not feel emotionally charged one way or the other. But when you feel that, th then you have loyalty and then you want to work with that person, or you want to refer that person, or you want to interact with that person. And that's a sustainability. Correct. Yeah. I, I love it. When you, um, when somebody comes to you and you say, okay, in your head, you're like, okay, this person, I want to work with them. I see they have potential. And you start to talk about brand when their brand, right. You know, when you first start working with them is off and you know that it's not you know, going to help them in the long run, how do you start to have those conversations with them to get to them to view their brand differently, or maybe even let go of some of their brand uh, desires, but that don't really match where they need to go for success? Well, it's funny because I always see like the deer in headlights when I share this with a lot of my clients is when I say, you know, at this point, you know, we're going through a deep workshop right now to get an understanding of who you truly want to serve. So be, just because you like the color blue doesn't mean your logo is going to be blue. <laughs> yep. And they look at me like, did he just say that? Like, isn't, isn't this why I'm paying you so you can do what I tell you to do? And, and, and so I say, well, if you want to build it for you, mm -hmm. then by all means, you know, I'll make it blue if you want. But if, if you want your brand to resonate with your ideal client, then you got to design the brand for them because yeah. if they don't feel it, they're not buying it. Yeah. So really helping them sort of think that one through a little bit. And then I love when they were, well, I asked my girlfriend, she liked the blue version. <laughs> well, is your girlfriend or your wife or your, or your six-year-old daughter, are, are they your ideal client? 
So I challenged them on that and they're like, no, well, okay. Well then I'm, I thank you for participating, but I'm not going to go off of what a six-year-old daughter thinks right. of the logo. Right. Unless, unless she is a, 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 a client profile that we are profiling. Right. <laughs> in which then case, go for it. But maybe yeah, ask some more six-year-old daughters or yeah, six-year-old get her girls. In these, Get her in these meetings. She's our, you know, she's our case study here, <laughs> right? So that's it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I always ask them like, let's fast forward three years from now and let's take a look back. Say you and I are sitting having coffee and let's take a look back on the past 36 months. Mm -hmm. What has happened in your life, both personally and professionally for you to say, wow, that I make some progress here. And it's amazing some of the things that I hear, you know, you know, uh, I have a business that's generating a million dollars a year. Um, I have a deeper connection with my family. I'm not working in the business, I'm working on it now. Mm -hmm. I've scaled my team. I'm doing more podcasting. I'm doing more things I love. I'm boating, I'm doing this, I'm right. And when I hear all of these things, so I'm, I'm, I'm painting their picture. I'm painting, I'm helping them paint their future desired state mm -hmm. because we all know we all get busy and some of us are good at this, but some of us aren't. We don't, we don't paint a clear enough vision of what we want. True. We're like a ready fire aim type of entrepreneur and we don't take the time to really sit down and answer that question clearly mm -hmm. because so when they start going, I'm Michael, I'm like, tell me more, tell me yeah. more, tell me more. And then I take the question a little bit deeper into, okay, well, how are we going to measure the success of this? Right. What are the metrics? Are we going, what, what metrics are we going to use? So we know we're hitting these goals. Yeah. And then they'll start to, you know, they'll start to, to respond and then I'll say, okay, well, what is the value placed upon these metrics? So if you're going to increase sales by 25%, well, what does that actually mean right. in dollars? Right? right. And now they see the clarity start to kick in and they're like, oh, so you're not just going to design me a logo or a funnel or a website. This is much deeper than that. Right. And I says, yeah, you can get any monkey to do that. Yeah. I said, what we need to do is, on uh, move the big rocks over or chip away at that big mountain that's getting in your way so that we can build this thing strong from the ground up. Cause when you put the work up, when you put the work in up front, the back end is a lot, you know, the, 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 the fun stuff, the sexy stuff, which everybody wants to jump to. Yeah. Right. It gets, it's even easier. Right. But the hard stuff is really identifying who your ideal client is, why are you here? <laughs> right? 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 And what do you want? And, and, and getting those tough questions answered, and then building the brand based on that. Yeah. And that's it. I, it's interesting. I bet I, I'm just going to make a guess here that um, you don't get a chance to work with a lot of people at the initial startup. You've probably seen them far into it, where they're like, Oh, well, I thought I did that when I did my business plan. Uh, you know, at the beginning, and then, you know, we look at our marketing plan every year, but, you know, it's, it would be, I, 
I think the, the toughest part for people who've been in it for a little while, I know the toughest part for me, and frankly, COVID was one of the best things that happened for my business because it forced me to stop and go back and do some of that foundational work. Um, not that I didn't do it all in the beginning, because I did some, but because my brand had changed and my business had changed and my priorities had changed and the painting got clearer and is getting clearer for me. And so doing that foundational work again, my team and I, we really took, we took about three months. Uh, we took all, you know, ever since we went into lockdown, but the last three months of the year was really about you know, vision stuff for me and, and, you know, getting my team aligned and, you know, we still have a lot of ways to go to make it better, but now I'm clearing out time to do this and work on it every week and to work more on the business and in the business. But man, I, I kind of wish I would have done it three years ago. Um, you know, kind of did it six years ago, but now, now it's like, okay, you, you got to do this now. You, you actually have some traction. What could you be doing if you actually did more of this. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I have a client in the UK and they came to me in June of last year and they said, Henry, we need a funnel. When we think of funnels, we think of you. You were, I was on his podcast uh, about two weeks prior. And so I said, all right, let's do a brand assessment. Let's see what we can, what we can uncover here because if we're going to do a funnel, I want to make sure that we're actually solving the right problem here, right. right? If you have a funnel problem, we can manage that. But if you don't, then a funnel isn't going to help you. Right. Right. So he's got this podcast and he's, he's cranking, he's got hundred thousand plus downloads and he's got people reaching out to him going, how do we work with you? And he doesn't have a vehicle for that to happen. So mm -hmm. automatically, what does he think funnel that'll, mm -hmm. that'll make that transition. Right. Well, when we did the brand assessment, I sat down and I asked him some pointed questions and what we were, what we found was he didn't know who his audience was. Mm-hmm. He had two ideal people in mind, but his content wasn't pointed to them. And so what we realized was we need to establish, here's a guy that's got some traction. He's got some momentum. He generated about 250,000 um, before he came to me in revenues. So he's like, we're ready to reinvest. We, we got to get this done right, right? Mm -hmm. So what we realized in that assessment was you don't need a funnel. You do, but not now. Yeah. What we need to do is build that solid foundation and get that clarity and focus of who the hell we're targeting yep. and then create specific vehicles for each of those clients. So what we realized was, all right, so we don't need one funnel. We need two. We need one for Rusty and we need one for Gordon. We actually name our profiles. So we need two separate programs. So I was able to help them create each offer and then design and architect out each funnel, right? Yeah. So he comes on my podcast. So it took about 90 days to build all that out. So we did two funnels, a website, we rebranded both programs um, and made sure that they were, you could tell one was more premium than the next because mm -hmm. each one client was premium and then the next. So we had to have that feeling and that experience, the way we were attracting Rusty, who was like a high six figure owner, high, you know, middle six figure uh, business owner. Uh, and then there's Rusty, who's the the, the venture capital uh, like ma mastermind. You ever watch Billions? Yeah. Watch yeah. So Bobby Axelrod is his client, right? So the way you speak to Bobby Axelrod is very different than how you speak to a you know a, a six figure earner right. that's looking to scale to, to seven, right? So when we built out that experience 
crazy thing happened. So I have him come on my podcast once we launch because I want to kick. I want to get a lot of attention to his branding. So we get off this. We get off the 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 the, the call, and he says, "Did you hear the good news?" I says, "No." He says, "We got our first rusty client, and this is about two weeks after launch." Nice. He said ninety six thousand dollars. Wow. I go awesome. I'm in. So he was like, dude, I, I, I paid for you twice yeah. with one client. And that's the power of brand. We talked about this offline. Like what's the power of brand? Yeah. Well, that's the power when you have dialed in, right? If he would have went and just created one funnel and tried to attract Rusty and Gordon, it wouldn't have worked. It right. wouldn't have worked. So as you said that, I I wanted to sing, I got the power. Okay, I got it in there anyway. <laughs> I love it. Occasionally I break into song. <laughs> and now I, now I also know I need to meet Rusty and Gordon. So we're going to take a quick break, Henry, and we will be right back after hearing from our sponsor. Solopreneurs and small businesses often struggle to create effective digital marketing programs. It's hard to know where to start, what to prioritize, how to sift through confusing information and solutions that seem too good to be true. Agencies and full-time marketing employees are also expensive. And Marketing You is a modern marketing course with all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your business without that extra set of hands or high overhead costs. At And Marketing You, you will learn exactly what you need to do to execute a concrete marketing strategy by dedicating just two to four hours per week. And Marketing You will help you to execute strategy, messaging, content marketing, SEO, social media, paid digital advertising, and more. You'll have access to on-demand resources, live courses, group coaching sessions, community forums, and networking, plus the exact templates and tools you need for success. I took this course myself, and one of the greatest benefits we gained was learning to develop a competitive strategy that aligned our social media playbook and website to generate highly qualified leads. For all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your small business at a fraction of the cost of hiring a traditional agency or additional employee, go to www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. Again, that's www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. And use the code SHOCK to receive 10% off of any program. And we are back with Henry Kaminsky Jr. Oh my God, I've taken so many notes. I'm in awe. I love what you do. I love, um, I love the way that you walk people through the understanding of not one solution is going to solve your problems and make you a millionaire overnight. It requires that 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 slowdown, that you know, ability and desire to step back and look and review and then you know, analyze. And I talk about it often, whether I'm teaching leadership or sales about that moment of reflection. And I always tell people, you know, I, I pretend my hand is a mirror and, you know, you carry it around with it everywhere. And sometimes you got to look at it and go, Sherlock, what were you thinking? <laughs> like, 
like, what's going on in your brain? Um, but I also think that, you know, the fun of this series this month is because a lot of people are hoping they're going to listen to these episodes and they're going to get, you know, that one magic bean that solves their marketing and sales woes. And, and I know that they know by now, that's not what we're about. We're about the dedication to a process. So I've asked all my guests to share, you know, some tips, some, you know, things that, you know, you know, will help the, my listeners to say, okay, if I really approach my marketing this way, I will start to gain more traction. I will get more benefit. So, you know, what are, I mean, you've shared a lot already, obviously, but you know, what are some specific tips that you can share with us? Okay. So we'll get tactical now. Okay. All right. So there's a couple of things. One is first and foremost, I, Developing some sort of content strategy mm -hmm. and understanding that your content strategy is a funnel within itself. Mm -hmm. So there's the actual sales funnel, which is more technical with a series of landing pages that are going to drive people from top of the funnel down to the bottom of the funnel, which they where they actually purchase, right? Mm -hmm. We've been going through funnels for years. We just haven't been calling them that, right. right? So just to give somebody a quick visual of what the technical aspect of a funnel is. A funnel is just a systematic, it's just a series of landing pages that are going to take you from one place to the next to get you to buy. Right. The theory of funnel is this. There's top of the funnel, there's middle of the funnel, and there's bottom of the funnel. The top of the funnel is a lot of inspirational stuff. Mm -hmm. So my top of the funnel content are memes. They're things that are going to make you laugh. They're going to make you pissed. They're going to make you cry. They're going to, they're going to evoke quite a bit of emotion. Okay. That's going to drive you to the middle of the funnel In the middle of the funnel, that type of content is going to be more towards how to. Mm -hmm. How do I do this? It, you don't have to, you don't have to lay out, you know, 60 page ebook or, or, or a, a, a course on this, but it needs to be some of the how to, right? So how do you handle? So, so what are you going to produce? What are you going to create? Right? There's two things, handling objections. Mm -hmm. You can create content around that or asking questions, uh, answering questions. You just answer questions. So you go out there and you say, hey, guys, ask me anything. If you have an email list, send out an email. Hey, guys, what's what's your goal for February, right? And get some questions answered, mm -hmm. right? And so that's middle of the funnel content, right? So that'll get them a, a good understanding of, of, of how you tackle and how you operate and how you solve problem, right? Bottom of the funnel is where you want to get them to convert. Mm -hmm. Right. So types of content there are case studies. Um, I do a lot of behind the scenes action. So I will always ask my clients in advance if I could use some of the, the, the content from our workshop. And they're always like, yeah, as long as it's not proprietary information, you could use it. Right. So I always right. chop that stuff out anyway, but I will literally put out a post behind the scenes working with a brand accelerator client. And now you can actually see me working with the client. You can get the reaction of the client mm -hmm. and you actually see me in action, right? Testimonials. Um, this is, these are things that drive the sale, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you get to the bottom, you got to have some sort of call to action, right? Mm -hmm. So what can you give of value that will help 
your ideal client and get them to the next step. Mm -hmm. Because what I see is people get stuck. Your prospects are getting stuck in your funnel because you might be posting memes all day long and they're just hanging out up top or it's a bunch of how-to information and they're not making the move because you're providing so much of it that they're, they, they may be doing it themselves or whatever the case may be. Right. And they're getting stuck there. So you have to make sure that you move them from level to level. Right. So that should help you guys tremendously with getting prospects unstuck and getting driving down the funnel. Now, some some resources that I would recommend. So it is January 12th, 2021, as we record this. Clubhouse right now, it's a social platform that is extremely popular. It's actually in beta invite only at this moment. Mm-hmm. And you can only use Apple products to access it. Um, but this is how I'm building tremendous relationships, credibility, and authority with my brand. So let me just give you a quick snapshot of what Clubhouse is. If a podcast made love to a mastermind group, <laughs> you get Clubhouse. So it's an audio platform only. Think of the old AOL chat rooms back in the day, yeah. where you, right? Yeah. And you chat away. Well, it's the same premise, but it's audio in the rooms. Wow. So what I've been doing is, so I belong to a mastermind group and and the founder of this mastermind group is a big influencer in the real estate investing space. Mm -hmm. So he put a message out into the group and said, Hey guys, we got to get on this platform. I could see this thing taking off. I usually like to wait a couple months to see what happens first, but this guy dragged me on this platform because he said, Henry, this is going to be huge for you. Wow. So I, I start to follow him into these groups. I start to see his following and influence and impact really start to grow. Well, what happens? He starts bringing me up onto these stages and into these rooms as wow. a moderator. And when you become a moderator in these rooms, you immediately establish authority and expertise. Yeah. Yeah. There's that little green dot that's next to your name, right? So now you are a panel expert. I was sitting next to Grant Cardone the other day, Damon John. Um, I was in a room with Tiffany Haddish, the oh comedian. Um, I was in a room yesterday with Tyree Gibson. Oh, Henry, I want to go into this room with you. <laughs> so, so, so this was, yeah. So if I had invites for you, I would, so I don't have any invites left. So what I recommend you guys do is just go out on social media and say, Hey, does anybody have any clubhouse invites you know, I'll be, I promise I will use it and use it for the better good of the world. Oh, yeah. Right. And so I've been going on this platform and moderating rooms with my colleagues mm. and we have a lot of Q and a, I've been sitting in these rooms as a, as a, as an audience member and just listening. I was in a room the other day with, um, head of media for Nike mm. And I was, I was able to raise my hand. You could raise your hand and they'll bring you up on stage, if you will. Yep. And then you could ask your question, right? And so I, I asked a very pointed question. I said, and there was tons of rock stars on this panel. I mean, people you would, you would know, famous people. And I was like, what big objective are you trying to accomplish in 2021? And I got lucky because the moderate, the, the host of the room said, you know what? I want all the moderators to answer this question. Oh, nice. 
So I have like 16 pages of Google notes now of what these people said. So now my content creation has completely up leveled because it's now I have the understanding and, and, and focus of what these people are focused on. Right. Right. So this clubhouse app is a great tool to build your authority and expertise uh, and credibility and grow your audience. And it's cool. It has a feature where you can connect your Twitter and Instagram to it. So if you create a nice bio, what you do is when you're up there, a moderator or whatnot, you can say, hey, you know, to learn more about me, just click on my face, read my bio. And then if you want to reach out to me, you can just DM me on Instagram. All you, all you got to do is click on the Instagram icon. It brings you right to their Instagram account and then you can nice. DM them. So that's some tactical stuff. Yeah. Right. That I think will help your audience and help you too, Michael. Yeah. Really build a strong online presence and, and personal brand this year. Well, and it also, I mean, it just goes back to the, the, I mean, we say this all the time, but I don't think people really take it seriously. You know, when you say, you know, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And I still see people only surrounding themselves with the same people and, you know, to, to expand and to move out, um, takes guts and it takes, you know, it, it takes um, a passion and it takes commitment to it. But when you find those opportunities that really up-level you, I mean, I, I've talked about it before, um, is, you know, someone uh, from, um, you know, one of the, the podcast booking companies, you know, I have probably eight or nine that feed into me now. Um, but one person, one guest that I interviewed back in July uh, that I had no idea came to us through this channel. Um, went back and said, this was the best podcast interview I've ever done. You need to check out this person's podcast. So they sent me a couple people. They asked him what they thought. I had no idea this was going on behind the scenes. Next thing I know, my podcast manager goes, uh, we got 80 people who want to be on the show. And this was right as we were going to five days a week with new guests, all brand new guests. And I went, wait, what? <laughs> and the caliber of my guests have gone up, you know, to have people like you. Um, we have a waiting list for our series. It's crazy. We are booked out, you know, at least through, um, we have people booked out every month this year and most months are, are booked out, uh, about six months in advance and just the leveling of that. Now I'm interacting with people like you with all these, you know, other people at different dimensions, because, you know, you continue to try and reach new people, try new things, some work, some don't but everything you can take something from. Right. And, and if clubhouse, you know, goes kaput in a few months, who cares? It, who cares? Because of the amount of relationships I've been able to create on this platform. I saw a podcast guests from two years ago, moderating rooms. They see me come in the room and they're like, Oh, we got to get this guy up here. Right. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's crazy to see that sort of come to fruition and those fruits bear two years later, you yeah. know, and uh, it, it's great to reconnect and it's great to rub elbows. I join a room every morning. It's called the breakfast of champions. It's hosted by a guy by the name of Glenn Lundy. He came on my show not too long ago. Big, big, I know that he's, name. Got a, mm -hmm. yeah, he's got a, he's got a podcast called rise and grind. Great, great guy. Um, but he started this room a couple weeks ago and he has, he's had some powerhouses in this room 
And on my morning walk every morning, I listened to it. And then today, <laughs> there was somebody, there was a moderator there that saw me and just yanked me up into this room. And they were like, I was in a room with you the other day and I love your energy. More people need to hear this, mm-hmm. hear of you and just rip me into the room. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that room got to about 800 people this morning. Oh, and that is, it, it's crazy. You just sitting up there saying nothing. Yeah. And, and people, as long as you have a really nice bio that really just, you know, articulates what you do. Yeah. You know, I, I, I talk when I know I could add value. I'm not up there just to hear myself talk, right? So it was just nice of him to do that. And these are the connections. These are the relationships. These are the, 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 the networking that is just leveling up my game to, to so quickly, right? Wow. It's happening so fast. So it's a blessing. And uh, I highly recommend you get on that, get on that app. <laughs> I'm going to make it work. Oh my gosh. I can't believe how long we've been talking. I could go on with this with ever Henry. I adore you. Oh, okay. But for the sake of time, <laughs> I know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they want to check out how you might be able to meet their needs. What's the best way for them to find you? Yeah. So you could go to my website. It's unique designs with a Z at the end, not an S dot net. And what I would encourage you to do is check out my free masterclass. It's a 35 minute masterclass, and it really will help you get a better understanding of how to systemize your branding so that you can grow scale and run a more efficient business. Most of all, profitably. So, and you'll be able to get that right from the website. Which is always important because if you're just doing it for free, you might be a nice person, but it's not going to pay the bills. Uh, Before we go, Henry, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yeah. And and you might've heard this one before, but this is a, this is from a movie that I just adore. I grew up watching it my whole life. It's from the Bronx tale. I don't know if you ever heard that movie. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, But the premise of the movie was the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Mm -hmm. And I resonate with that so much because I grew up in a neighborhood very similar to the movie. And I understand that I've seen those guys around my neighborhood. And I, you know, I've seen a lot of people go, um, good people go or good people get into trouble. Uh, Good people overlook their God-given talent. And I gotta tell you, I turned 40 last year and it completely rewired how I see the world now. And, you know, there's going to come a time where my son, he's three now, is going to be able to Google my name mm-hmm. and listen to me and see me and read about me. Yeah. And I just want to make him proud. Right. Oh. And so I encourage you guys to really find your why and to really understand that we're all blessed with a beautiful gift of serving this world and serving people in it. And don't, don't take that for granted. And uh, while we're all still here physically, go out there and try to help as many people as you can. I love it. Henry, thank you so very much for being my guest today. This is fascinating. And I am so glad that we're connected. Likewise, likewise. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more 
how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and Sales Mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.